2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: I want to get to what, what Zach Jackson had to say on the morning show today in just one moment. but I think I've reached that. I think we've got to the point, the fever with the, with the Browns backup quarterback spot, how important it is but some of the takes that i have seen i mean and it's not just it's not just like from the media about the importance of the backup spot like i'll get like one to two messages a week from like a like a friend or like a family member that's like hey uh should we make a run at this starting quarterback to be the backup and i'm like that's not going to happen hey should the browns trade up to take a young quarterback at the end of the first round if some of, what are these guys falls? guys we're not doing this We're not doing this. Backup quarterback spot is important, but it's not important for the way that everybody thinks it's important. Yes, it's important to have a good backup. The Browns have already showed you how badly, and I'm saying this with respect because they got so much right here. They've already shown you how they can mess up or how the wrong backup quarterback can, can disrupt your season. But Zach Jackson was on with the morning boys, Ken and Anthony today, talking about... Uh, One familiar name the Browns could bring back at backup.
3: You know, I I think there's a chance that they are going to go get Jacoby Brissett and bring him back. They have to have a veteran backup quarterback. They have to.
0: So the DTR thing is over. They they lost confidence in him. They or they don't think he's that good.
3: No, but any fair. He's a great kid and he made strides. But any fair evaluation of where he is and where the Browns are would say that he can't be your number two quarterback. They learned that last year. right? Come on, He played and he improved, and that's what you want. He was drafted with the thought that he could become the long-term backup and that he would cost nothing for his four years. So they're going to go into this with a quarterback budget, you know, and I don't know who's going to fit it. I don't know if they have that one guy, specifically the one I mentioned, at a certain number that they're going to get. I think the only way Flacco comes back is if they get past that number and then just things move down the road.
0: So the one area that I do disagree on the DTR thing is just because it was so like evaluating DTR, a fifth round rookie who is adapting to the NFL and his ability when the first crack he got was four games into his rookie season, I I can't put a lot of stock into that. Even even what he did against Pittsburgh into the Denver game, he played another game and a quarter. We agree that you can't go ahead and just he can't be the only guy on the roster, he can't be the, the backup, but this idea that the kid can't get better or in the three games that he played, we can't we didn't see growth and that he actually might be closer to being ready to be the backup. I do struggle with that a little bit. And I just think we get really close minded in football about how quickly a guy's good at football, and if they're not good right out of the we we jump to he's either a bust or he's not gonna be what you want him to be. And I just I think there are countless guys in this draft class. I think DTR has a chance to be what you drafted him to be. I think Cedric Tillman has a chance to develop. I think uh, Ika has a chance to develop. You've got plenty of guys. Elijah McGuire, I actually really like Elijah. Now, there's a difference between, yeah, let's give him a chance to develop and let's build the offseason around it. I will tell you, I don't get this fascination with Jacoby Brissett. I just don't. He's a really nice guy. Great guy. I think he is a serviceable backup. But just because you had success with him in Kevin Stefanski's offense two years ago doesn't mean he fits what you're going to do going forward. And two years ago, the Browns, and and this was, it's either a um, Kevin Stefanski problem or it's a Uh, Andrew Barry problem, or it's both. Or maybe Paul Podesta swooped in from San Diego to go ahead and screw this decision up. But two years ago, I don't care how good Jacoby Brissett played. uh, The Browns were a below 500 team when Deshaun Watson came back, and um, he walked into an offense that didn't suit him. And they did that because they had built the offense for 11 weeks around Jacoby Brissett. And they did that thinking they were only going to have to just, uh, start Jacoby for six games. And then the, the suspension got pushed to 11 games. Well, it got pushed to one thing, and then, you know, the point is it it got negotiated down to 11 games. And two years ago, the Browns chose the a good quarterback, but a bad fit for your offense, which put Deshaun in an awful position, coming off rust, coming off uh, everything that he had, all the allegations, all the stuff that would affect a normal human being when accused of, all the disruption of his life, being traded, new town, all that stuff. And because of that, they that offense with six games to go didn't fit him in any way, shape, or form. And the excuse was, well, I mean, it's a little tough to change the game with six games to go. Wouldn't have been tough if you had chosen a quarterback in a spread offense. Wouldn't have been tough if two years ago you had seriously invested in a quarterback quarterback that actually fit the profile of your starting quarterback. And so I get it, man. We love Jacoby Brissett. He really is a good dude. I think Jacoby Brissett, in a place with more of a pocket quarterback or more of the, the, the system that Kevin Stefanski did run, I think Jacoby Brissett makes tremendous success for that and makes tremendous sense. Same with Joe Flacco. This isn't anti-Flacco, anti jacoby It's anti bringing guys who don't have the similar skill set or who don't, who will not succeed in a similar offense as Deshaun Watson. Because this time, if Deshaun starts 11 games and then Jacoby has to take over, uh, Jacoby has a little bit more scheme versatility than Joe Flacco at this point. This time you reverse the roles, uh, Jacoby's going to look as bad as Deshaun did. Fit and system fit matters. And the ability to... To succeed in a spread offense matters. But what I think at the heart of the excitement... And Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Ken Carman's whoa about Jacoby Brissett coming back, which, you know, again, not to pick nits here, because they they actually, Keith, edited it out. Keith, can you confirm? You edited out the bigger whoa? Yeah. Okay. It, it was uh, somewhat distracting. It was a little too much for me. I, I'm not criticizing. I love the whoa. I think it works. It's very effective. This is not a backpack who probably shouldn't be back is not worth uh the f- original woe, which you heard, and then a secondary Lima and Ken woe together. All right, I'm not I'm not the woe police here. All right. I'm not woke. Huh? Eh? Okay, that wasn't great. We'll stick and move. But I'm just saying it was a little much. That being said, um, I don't think Jacoby set makes any sense. I don't think Joe Flacco makes any sense. But we trust both of those guys more than we trust the Deshaun situation. And I think that's at the heart of this. And I think, I almost feel like for us, us the fans, I feel like Joe and Jacoby are like a whoobie. They're like a little blankie. It's a security blankie that because we don't trust Deshaun Watson to stay healthy or play well, in the back of our mind, we need the peace of mind of Joe Flacco or Jacoby Brissett. And I totally get it. Because Joe Flacco had a really nice final five games of the season, and let's not talk about the playoffs. But Joe Flacco in five games, guys, it was fun. What is it? Six percent touchdown percentage? That's huge. I don't think any quarterback since nineteen ninety nine has had a across eighteen or across seventeen games has had six percent touchdown percentage. He also had a three percent interception percentage, but we forget about that because that's okay. It's interceptions are okay if you like the guy, but. Like, yeah, that was cool. Okay, now repeat it. I don't think Joe Flacco's walking into a spread system and having the same success. And if they're going to use the backup quarterback as an excuse to not fully integrate a new offense that fits Deshaun, at some point, it's on you, dog. Like, at some point, you got to do the thing to win. And if you just keep saying, well, we're going to build a new offense or we're going to do this, prove it to me with your backup quarterback. Marcus Mariota, I have zero connection to Marcus Mariota. He's probably a better fit for you than um, Joe Flacco or Jacoby Brissett is. Why? Because you're going to run a similar. That's why uh, That's why Philadelphia moved on from Gardner Minshew a couple years ago and brought in Marcus Mariota. Because Marcus Mariota, skill set-wise, is closer to Jalen Hurts. His comfort in an offense is closer to the, what Gardner Minshew runs. Except when Gardner Minshew plays against the Cleveland Browns and all of a sudden looks like, Crazy Legs Hirsch out there deciding to run around and and actually look like an option quarterback at points. Still mystifying. I don't know what the hell was happening in that game. However, I mean, I I think so much of our want to have Joe Flacco and Jacoby back has everything to do with our mistrust of Deshaun. And I think we should be thinking about this differently. If the Browns actually do the thing they should have done three years ago, which is strip it down to its bare parts, rebuild the offense in in the name, image, and likeness of Deshaun Watson. If you're going to do that, then you need to have a backup that also fits um, the strip down name, image, and likeness of Deshaun Watson. Marcus Mariota is the obvious guy, but there are other guys who can run RPO concepts. There are other guys who are going to be more comfortable in a spread-out offense, and that means those are the right guys moving forward. Because just because it worked in the Kevin Stefanski offense, with scripted plays and working under the center, working under center, and all that other stuff, doesn't mean it's going to work going forward. And if it does, it probably means the Browns didn't do the thing they should do, which is I don't know, build an offense around uh, Deshaun Watson like he had in Houston. At which point, that would be three years, and at which point, I will turn from really appreciating Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. Just screaming about them again, which I personally don't want. I have enough to scream about. 216-474-0092. When it comes to those names, uh, Joe Flacco, Jacoby Brissett. Joe was mentioned by Mary Kay Cabot of the Plain Deal along with Zedaria Smith, talking about that they're going to head into free agency, but basically the Browns are opening to bring them back. This is not the emotional – I'm not speaking to the emotional connection. I also view Joe Flacco as a whoopee. I really like Joe Flacco. So I I couldn't be mad if Joe Flacco was back. But I'd also have to admit, I don't think he fits the offense that, that fits Deshaun. And if you're and so either you're going to put him in an offense he doesn't fit, or you're gonna put him or Jacoby Brissett into an offense that fits them that doesn't fit Deshaun, at which point mean Nick Wilson comes out again. This is the offseason. This is the this is your winter in the desert. This is your moment to finally become a man. And by coming man, I'm talking about it's finally time to to pull out all the breaks and throw it all out there on the field and give Deshaun every option and this offense every option. If you've got two quarterbacks that fit different systems, you're gonna be you're in one way or another you're gonna be shooting yourself in the foot again. I I think it'd be better to have DTR as a backup going forward than bringing in a guy that doesn't fit. A la bringing back Jacoby or Joe.